Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here. I am glad to be here. I've been thinking over the last several weeks about uh, ever since attending the Abundance 360, which is an amazing event that kind of gives you a glimpse into the future, lets you know where we are now in terms of development within the global economy, technology, and science. And one of the things that's for sure certain that comes out of that is we are accelerating at such a rapid exponential pace. The changes just in one year, the advances, the changes, the chaos that's creating in each of our lives, the potential chaos is astounding. And I look at what we do at Empowered Wealth. And all for the last several years, if you ask me what you do, I said, we strengthen families. We empower families. Everything that we're all about is to strengthen and empower families going forward in the future. But in conversations with Ron Nakamoto, our CEO, and working with him, I love to talk to Ron because he challenges me. But he doesn't challenge me because that's his personality. He challenges me because he's constantly thinking. He's constantly studying. He's constantly writing. He's constantly talking about how do we strengthen families? How do we bring the principles and concepts of, of empowered wealth, of true wealth, into families to empower them throughout the world? And as we were talking, my vision shifted. I realized that we really can't change families. Empowered wealth cannot empower or strengthen families. Families are different. One of the things that I've learned is that happy families, when you really look at happy families, all happy families are alike. And then all unhappy families, each unhappy family is different in how it's unhappy. They're unhappy differently. And so as you look at that and all of the challenges of it, what are we really doing? What we are doing and what we strive to do with your help, collectively, together we're better, is that we are strengthening family leaders. It's all about family leadership and allowing them then to strengthen their families, allowing them to come up with creative ideas, creative solutions that can be shared as we work together with the many challenges and opportunities that are facing us as individuals and families moving forward in this accelerating global economy, accelerating technology, and accelerating sciences that's happening. It's going to be very unsettling in so many ways. Well, how do you strengthen the family? What is that all about, and how do we make it better? You know, I, uh, uh, I like Mother Teresa. She has so many quotes that were so direct. You know, she, one time she says, what can you do about world peace? She said, you can go home and love your family. I thought, wow, isn't that, that's profound. The family is at the center and the family is one of the great stabilizers and it has been forever. It can help us understand and how to deal with things. A couple of, uh, two, a year ago when I attended the Abundance 360 workshop in California that Peter Diamandis puts on and he brings together all the top great thinkers. One of the statements that came out of that that was extremely exciting, but at the same time disturbing. Many people became excited with this comment. There are over almost a trillion sensors that are being planned for right now to be built. Sensors that will determine everything. When you sit in a car, the car will know you. It'll know your tendencies, what music you want to listen to, where you want to go. It'll take you there. You probably won't even have to drive it. Sensors on refrigerators. You go and grab the refrigerator handle. It'll sense what your needs are nutritionally and recommend what you should take and eat for you at this moment, what your body is, is really wanting. There, when you enter a store, it will, it will guide you to those areas that you're interested in. 
However, with that came the comment as, was that your children will not be able to lie to you in the future. I said, whoa, stop right there, because my children have a right to lie. That's a privilege to lie. Now you may say, why is that a privilege? Because how do you learn? You see, if you start, if you start guiding me and making me do certain things, or I come, if my child walks through the door and I say, where have you been? And he says, I've been to Billy's. I said, no, you've been to Bonnie's. If I say, have you been drinking? He says, no, Dad. But no, wait a second. The door just told me that you have. You see, sensors start to take, if they start to take away man's agency, if they start to take away our ability to lie, how will we ever learn to tell the truth? And that's what we're here. One of the great reasons we're here on this earth is to learn how to tell the truth to learn how to accept the challenges that are out there. And if we exercise control over that to the point of where we'll have anarchy, we will have anarchy in this country and throughout the world because we will rebel on that. When I was 10 years old, I remember I sat on the edge of the bed and I said, today I'm getting up, I'm going to go out, I'm going to mow the front lawn, I'm going to mow the back lawn, I'm going to trim, I'm going to get my 50 cents and I'm going to head for the local pool. We called it the plunge. And it's cost me 25 cents to get in and I got 25 cents to buy candy. And I'm out of here by 11 o'clock. As soon as I thought that, I start set up on the edge of the bed, ready to get dressed. My dad yells down and says, son, get out of that bed right now and get those lawns mowed. Whoa, what did I do? I went right back down. Agency is powerful. You take away a person's agency. You take away a person's agency and ultimately you're going to have anarchy. If I lived in a home that I couldn't lie, I would probably run away. And I think that that's true about society itself. So there's some other issues that we'll discuss in further Meaningful Mondays. But we do have a right to lie. Otherwise, we'll never learn how to tell the truth. And we'll lose the very virtues that make us who we are, that make us unique, that make us human beings. So, yes, I'm excited about censors. But I'm also concerned about how we learn to work with them. How we learn to create the virtues that we're here on earth to embrace. And that's going to come through the family. It's going to come through the family and being able to be there and to learn together how those things may happen. What can you do right now? We are going to talk about this more. But what can you do right now? Let's talk about the A-cube factor for a second. I think if you always fall back on that, from that you will get, glean some strength in ways that you can work. We call it the A-3s. The first one is appreciation. You know we always go big first. So what are, what are you doing today to appreciate your family, each member of your family? And showing that appreciation and allowing them to learn how to show appreciation back in, creates attraction. And it will attract greater relationships, greater opportunities to your family, but it will also attract and keep your family together. Attentiveness. What are you doing to stay attentive to the needs, the desires, the vision, to be a cheerleader for your children, for your wife, and for yourself? What are you doing to be attentive to those things that matter most, to those things that are essential? And the third thing is accountability. How are you accounting to yourself, to your God, to your family, for the things that you know you can be doing and should be doing to be a stronger and better family leader? Let's focus on those three things this week, shall we? Appreciation, attentiveness, and accountability. Ask yourself about those three things. We've got a lot to talk about. I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for joining me today. Have a meaningful week. I'll see you a week from today. Bye-bye.